Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, that's right. We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff, just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Matt Man at nine. That's right, I am Matt Man. He is nine. Yeah, I am. We the Rise Guys. Yeah, welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. You already heard all that though in the introduction. That's why we have an introduction. We gotta say the same thing it said. Or it may need to be a reminder since it's been like a month since we did this. It's been a little bit. It has been. Well, they it, made us take time off. And every time we have a meeting, it's on the day we like to record the podcast. Isn't that very interesting? The day that we record the podcast is the day that meetings also happen. Well, it's also the only day people in the office come to work. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> we're taping. I mean, it's fine to say when we're taping this, right? Just for. Yeah, you know, I don't think anybody cares. Okay, so if they expect this to be live on demand, they, they yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know if it mattered, but so we don't just boot this up and start talking at your convenience. We tape them on Tuesdays, generally speaking, and we're and we're gonna actually be doing for at the beginning. Oh, that wasn't me. Uh, at the beginning, at least doing two a week, and yeah. this this one today would definitely be a two parter. But um, what was the point with that about us? Uh, oh, so Tuesdays, yeah. That's the, also the one day that the sales department works, like, at, at, in the office. I mean, they work from home. Yeah, they do. But, I mean, we've I also been... Them, I was giving them time to giggle while they're listening. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've also... We've been slacking about it, too. But, yeah, every time there's a meeting, it's always when we want to record the podcast, which we generally do every Tuesday, which is also meeting day. Yeah, yeah. So, it sounds different this time because we're doing it from home. I wonder how much different. Like, is it better or is it? I mean, we'll have to see, right? It won't be better. I don't think because we're, no, no. we're not in a proper production studio with proper. I mean, I'm using a microphone the size of a disposable big lighter. Look at this thing. Oh, you? Oh, God! It looks like my my dad's flip phone. Look at it beside my lighter. Same That's size. it. I'm sure. Or like the Dan Rather now. You got something in my mouth. Uh oh. That's a four parter. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Hoot? Um, 
No, so we're going to get back on the on the rotation of doing these. Like, you know, first of the year kind of crap. Um, Being lazy. Um, well, speak for yourself. Uh, but I, I will speak for myself and agree that I was as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so anyway, that said, this is uh, the day that we're taping this because, you know, it was a company holiday yesterday being, you know, MLK. Mm-hmm. We we uh, we did not work that day either. It's company thing. They wouldn't let us. They make us, the fobs won't work. No. So um, our twentieth anniversary show technically would have been yesterday had we worked. So it technically would have been today, but then it kind of was like out of sight, out of mind. I didn't even think about it till I got home. Man, did you? No, I didn't think about it all morning today. You didn't? No, I didn't think about it all morning today, no. God, I, I... I thought about it yesterday on the anniversary day, or Sunday when it was, but yeah, I didn't think about it at all this morning. See, this is weird about me. So January is such a bittersweet month. I mean, such a bittersweet month. Like, there's some, like... Like, is that farts that I hear? Like, what is that? I don't know. I don't hear anything. Oh, I hear, like... It wasn't me, and I'm alone. But it's recording, so it's fine. Yeah, I'll, I I'll say that I farted. Usual. My so, security camera DVR makes some noise sometimes, but I don't hear it. Oh, you got another bull in the yard. No, no, I just have to. I don't have one. But, like, so January, some of my uh, lowest, not, like, as far as things I did, but, like, you know, as far as, like, my uh, – you know, the way I feel, you know, the, you know, the lows of the lows kind of thing you talk about in life. But then also, like, I, I became a uh, a dad in January. I became a grandfather in January. And then the Rise Guys started, you guessed it, January. And then, but also some bad, like, you know, stuff like I didn't, you know, bad things, tough times, you know what I'm saying, hot times, daddy, you know, when you, before you, you're down there in the valley trying to get on top of the mountain. Yeah, this is before you had any feel like a foot. Yeah, feel like a foot. You know, I've never had one. Me neither, man. I had little shorts, my mama said when I was a little boy. I had little, feel like a thought. Feel like reminds me yeah, of, I can't uh, even say like, that. Feel like a thought. <laughs> you can't. No one can. Yeah. Yeah, Sear sucker shorts. Here we go. The fear sucker reminds me of uh, <laughs> like, like a really thin corduroy, and I've had <laughs> nothing but bad experiences with my thighs and corduroy. Oh yeah, just started fire. You started. Yeah, running. yeah. I just imagine that Sears, uh, the fear sucker. Fear sucker shorts. Fear sucker, which is the between my legs. <laughs> God. Yeah. So um, January. And then plus, it's usually, you know, January is like, you know, okay, I'm going to try this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to change this. And, you know, about halfway through the month, you're like, F that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what sucks about social media? The good and the bad is that everything. Well, no, I enjoy. I mean, oh. some, some of the ones I enjoy, but um, it's the thing about the memories or the this day three years ago, this day five years ago. Some of them are like, Oh, hell yeah, that was great. Or I remember that. And some of them were like, God, man. I tell you, I, I've determined that Facebook is the best type of social media because I saw something that uh, Elon Musk was tweeting or something about how 
Twitter makes people angry. Instagram makes people depressed. Well, see, Facebook does both. Well, I don't understand when people and I don't understand people saying Instagram makes them depressed. Like that's wild to me. I don't think anybody says it about themselves. I think it's just something that oh, they just been, assume been observed because yeah, you know what it is. It's you know we've talked about it before how you're just watching everybody's highlight reel while you're sitting there like a, a lump oh, on, oh, on the yeah. couch kind of thing. Oh yeah. Or it seems oh, like everybody yeah. else is living it up because you don't, you don't yeah. see when they're sitting on the couch stinking. That's that was me on Christmas because everybody was sick and I was having a blue Christmas without everybody. Yeah, and I was like, "F off with your pictures on Instagram and stuff." I put I muted everybody for like all through New Year's. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no one's posting anything. I don't have a feed anymore. I, I muted everyone. So, um, oh man, now I'm reliving some shit stuff. Stop it. Cussing, I mean, and reliving things. Neither one. You, Neither you, know one's what, acceptable. you know what's so weird? Like, this is going to be Tangent City, but like, what's so weird is the um, the various. What is that sound now? Something is moving. I was moving my microphone. Okay. The, the various, you know, words, and I know I'm like a broken record with this, but like, you know, the S word, F word, things like that, that we're talking about, you know, Instagram, how people put their best life out there for you to see. And you don't hear them cussing their kids to comb their hair and get ready for this pretty picture. And they, so with, with like, with what we do with like the podcast and everything, they like YouTube and, and iTunes and all of them, if you use it like more than a few times, they will like, push it down the ranking or the algorithm, uh-huh. but yet you can go on here and talk about the grossest stuff. As long as you don't say any of those words. And it's, yes, that's, that's, I, I, I don't know. Damn. I'm, I'm 47. I don't, I'm not a kid anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to go take an F and S if I want. Yeah. 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 I guess the world's like, well, you don't have to announce it to everybody, which is tough for men not to do. We're well, I just of announcing where, where, anytime we stand up and go to the bathroom, we're going to announce what the fuck we're out to do. Well, I, I, I just meant, you know, using that in context or, you know, hey, I don't give a S about that. Yeah. But crap, totally fine. Thanks, yeah. Thomas. Thomas Crap. He invented the toilet. Crapper. I know. Crapper John MD. I wanted to make somebody Google Thomas Crap and see what yeah. popped up. <laughs> they don't do that. Um. Yeah. So, twenty years, man. It's uh. God dang. You know, I I was talking to uh somebody I graduated high school with the other day, and they were saying, you know, all this different stuff, and I was like, you know, we're coming up on thirty years since I graduated high school. I could, you could have said, come within any point of closeness to how your life is going to be in 30 years yeah and i i wouldn't have even come close and that's not to say high on that hog or whatever high horse stuff but like never like the things we've been able to do and places we've been able to go and people meet and all that stuff is never ever yeah yeah something we don't talk much about because it's hard to remember the night uh because we're hanging out with tommy chong at the time we hung out with tommy chong and opened his comedy show yeah. Like people who've only been listening to us for the last 15 years probably have no idea that we did that. 
We should talk about that again on the regular show, too. Yeah, we should, man. Like, we opened the show for Tommy Chong and Shelby Chong, his wife. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, yeah. So if you're on the undercard, or no, not the undercard, but the, uh, the you know, how like at a, a, a music festival, you know, they'll have the big acts in big, bold letters, and as it goes down smaller, you're right there by a card subject to change. Um can you say that you opened for Red Hot Chili Peppers if you were playing at 11.30 a.m. and they went on at 10.30 p.m.? Um, <laughs> yeah, yes. you can. Yeah, yes. you can. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but it was the same night within like 45 minutes. I mean, she would have yeah. been like, so. We yeah, what? Minutes, she did like a half hour, and then he came out and did like an hour. You know, and that's the thing that, especially in in – well, not just in your world, but like in, you know, our age range world, like pop culture icons of, of you know, I, I'll be honest, their movies, the, the couple of them uh, I enjoyed. I, I remember my dad had an album. Yeah. Um, which Maybe you had Up in Smoke and you had Nice Dreams and the rest of them weren't that good. Yeah. He had the one that, uh, he had the, whatever album he had was by a, a, a lot of Catholic songs on there. Okay. Which is so odd that my dad had an album about weed and Catholicism and my mother didn't divorce him over it. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Must have took the album cover away from him. He just got to keep the vinyl. <laughs> or at least the giant rolling paper from inside it. Oh, yeah. God. But, yeah, so that, I mean, I I'll have to... You know, eventually I have like four laptops that uh-huh. are just full of hidden gems of photos and MP3s of the show. And they broke for whatever reason, you know. Like I have one laptop in the garage. It's like it broke in half. Like yeah. the screen detached itself. Um, you were smoking a lot. And uh, <laughs> um, I, can, I can only imagine because I, I was thinking, I don't know where that picture is of you and I and uh, Tommy Chong. Yeah, in the broom closet, aka green room. God, th- that's the thing. I remember thinking about his, like it's Tommy Chong, and he this was in Charlotte. Yeah, the old comedy zone. The old comedy zone, and like it's before Tommy it Matthews. That's Tommy Chong. This is right before he got arrested and went to jail for all the p- selling paraphernalia charges and everything. Or was it after? Uh-huh. Was it I after? don't remember. I don't remember. Well, <laughs> I, don't, well I don't know. But well, it was either before or after he went to prison. You're like that guy, and and the the dressing room is literally, quite literally, a long broom closet. Yeah, I had to walk sideways to go down the into his room. Well, we was both a lot bigger back then, but yeah, very rotund. You had a very much longer hair too. I can what? see it. You had way longer hair. Yeah, I did. I can see the picture because I stared at it for so long. I was wearing a Tommy Hilfiger polo. You're wearing an Atlanta Braves shirt. And uh, he had big, uh, big hair. Oh yeah, big hair. Yeah, he looked high. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, and we didn't either. That's the one thing people would always say. Did you get high with him? No. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Uh, Each other, but not with him. Yeah, yeah. It didn't have an opportunity in the broom closet. <laughs> no. But even that, like, and I know I'm a bigger fan than you are, Jimmy. But like, um. The TV show and Practical Jokers, we got to, um, you know, no, we we've had all of them on except Q, but um, as you get a personal vendetta. <laughs> well, 
Um, we got, and I, you know, look, I'll be honest, I kind of finagled into this, but I, I told Murr, I was like, hey, man, if you're going to come on the show, I think he and Joe came on. I was like, let ask us to open for you. In other yeah. words, we would just go up and like introduce him. He's like, okay, can you do like 10 minutes? And we're like, hell yeah, dude, we do four hours a day. Yeah. But <sighs> 10 minutes on a stage in front of, I don't know, four or 5,000 people. Yeah, four or 5,000 Yankees at that. Yeah, I, that was my big faux pas, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I, I was like, these guys are from New yeah. York. All these people are from the South. We'll make some Yankee jokes. No. I have to reinforce that we're doing this from home. Let me rinse out my coffee mug right quick. Oh, they're going to take your taking a whiz in the studio. <laughs> I, I just figured out that I could pick up my netbook and walk around with it, around the house with it. I just realized that netbook is in a reference to notebook. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew that. Um, yeah. But so they're like, hey, can you go up and do 10 minutes? And we're like, oh, yeah. And then you get up there and the jokes you're doing is not going well with the crowd. And our then assistant producer, Jeff Lewis Neal, we saw him coming in late, just like he goes everywhere late. And uh, <laughs> we're like, what, what, what do we do? And we, we, you see Jeff because he's, he's walking around looking like a tampon, just the way his head looked. <laughs> was that when you had the sprout? Uh, I think we had already cut that. That's off post sprout. Yeah, but I, I just remember seeing him stick out like a, a sort, like literally like a thumb because of his his hair and his head. He would do that, and we, we were like, "What do we do to get this crowd doing rowdy?" Blah. We said, "You see this guy right there at section two twenty three? Start booing him till he gets to his seat." Yeah, because he was walking down the steps in his affliction. That, and the whole way for like, and I, I, I'm not embellishing, like three minutes of boo. And when they would slow down, I'd, you know, we'd get the mic and say boo, and they started doing it more. And it was like, <laughs> it was great, man. That was that was a that was a fun time too. I mean, that and any any time. See, here's the thing I will say, and some of you I already know will like roll your eyes, and the rest of you say, you know what, I can see that when. Sands the text line, which we take full advantage of, and then the uh, the phones, you know, on the regular show, um, and social media after the fact. Like you know, when a band is playing or a comedian is performing, they can see their audience. They can see them dancing into it, or they're not into the joke or whatever. We can't do that with radio. So when you're on a stage and you can kind of see that, like, oh man. People are into our stuff. Um, yeah. It's a nice feeling. Like, I totally see why those people, like, say, oh, yeah, man, I live off the pop. Feels yeah, good. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Oh, man, we got to take a break. Oh, good. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, so that, you know, that was a, that was a cool thing to do. And any of those times, you know, we, we birthday bash, uh, big concert festivals are, are stationed. Uh, COVID put a damper on it, but you well, know, everything we're gonna, fun we do and making money and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's, that's a cool feeling too. And then we got to, uh, we got to be. This isn't like a name to drop now, although he's a nice, nice son of a bitch. Um, but we got to be friends with uh, Larry the Cable Guy before he popped. Yeah, before yeah, he, we did. Before he got on blue collar comedy, like we would, he we had his phone number, and I think it was his home phone because we'd get his answer machine, and he'd say, "You reach Dan." Not here right now. And yeah. I was like, this is the wrong number. And then I, well, you probably Googled it. You're like, dude, his name's Dan Whitney. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Why didn't he now that Dan he's worth $100 million, dollars, we can't talk to him no more. No, he comes to our town and plays in a golf tournament. We can't even get media badges to anymore. Yeah, yeah he does. The, the, the more successful we get in this area, the less access we get to stuff. It's so weird. Haters, I don't get man, that haters. either. I don't get it. Like I want, I, I, yeah, but why? Like they orally satisfy anybody from around here that goes and runs the Tour de France, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. goes and wins the UFC fight. Or I'll tell you, there's, there's a certain bias against people <laughs> who are actually from this area. <clears throat> we want people from other areas to move here and do well. We don't care if people from here do anything. Well, Wonder Boy's from here. I referenced him and Joe. Yeah. They're both from here, but yeah. Yeah, but know. what's his, his profile is not nearly as big locally as it should be either. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I mean, what's he got? Like half a million, a million followers. I mean, he's doing just fine. But yeah, around here, no, you're right. Yeah. Hey, you're popping again. I'm eating a cookie. Oh, God dang. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with with uh, so Larry, we got to you know, in my mind, develop a rapport. He may never remember it, but you know, we we'd have him on counting his one hundred million dollars. <laughs> we'd have him on the show, and he would just come on and do like a, a little weekly, whatever was in the news, current events, kind of make fun of it stuff. And uh, so then, when he blew up, he played Little John Coliseum in Clemson, and uh, I like how you put the P in it, Clemp. Yeah, he, Clemson. He says, hey, uh, I can't do a, a Larry the Cable guy. But he's like, hey, uh, why don't you um, want you guys not open for me, but go out and introduce, you know, whatever it's called. Introduce me. Uh, that sounds like, that's a, well, I don't know what you call it. Intro. Yeah. 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 Intr introduce me. You mean intro. 
but our, our the the company that um that owns us also owns uh, a station uh, doesn't own us i'm not owned by anybody by the, our they own our radio show yeah the company um, we work for there you go <laughs> uh-huh. that's um, probably the easiest way to say it the company we work for so they with the the money that they had spent to advertise it also spent a portion of it on uh that other station which they had john boy and billy on in the morning yeah. still still do still do nobody listens anymore but they still got them and larry would go on their show from time <laughs> to time as well so um he's like hey what what if uh, y'all cool with uh you know i can't do an impression of him but he's like hey guys <laughs> would you be cool with uh there's my dog oh i thought you're eating again he's like hey guys would you be cool with uh sharing the stage with john boy and billy uh, to introduce me, and I was like, "Okay, that's going to be awkward, but hell yeah, this was yeah. like year year two. Yeah, of course they're getting paid probably like five figures to be there to do this, and we're doing it for free, losing gas money to go do it. We got uh, uh, comp tickets, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got free tickets. But you know what? We we got and back comp then tickets. gas didn't cost as much. We didn't lose near as much as you think. Then five figures though they never got because their ego took it away. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah, that's true. Like, they they were, they would not, and this is, again. This I guarantee was, they get that five figures before they leave the house, though. Well, they're, they're like a veteran indie wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, here they are. I mean, I don't know what year they were in at that point. Probably 20. Probably where we are now. Yeah. We, we're around, in our, around that, yeah. We're in our infancy. They're syndicated. Um where practically nobody's outside of, I'm not. I'm not saying we're somebody in it, but you know, like unknown outside the metro area. Yeah, and they wouldn't do it if we were there. Like they, they thought either they didn't want to share the stage with another morning show, or they thought like they were too big to share it with us. They didn't want to give us no rub. And that's what is funny to have like that level of success and, and see us at that point as a threat. But they they apparently pretty bright because they apparently saw something in us. Well, they that's one thing I, I told Larry that night. And again, it's probably something he'll never remember, but it, it means a whole lot to me. Like he stuck by he didn't say, Well, guys, I gotta let John Boy, I mean, they're a bigger show and blah, blah, blah. He's like, All right, well, if y'all don't want to do it, and we did it. You and I, and like we did it, and I have that picture. Yeah. I don't like what I'm wearing, though, so I'll never put it on the internet. What were you wearing? The, okay. You remember them? This is the stupidest thing about radio then. Was it that blue and white shirt? That the, 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 the baseball jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. The stupid, yeah, baseball jersey. Well, yeah. I don't know what the deal was with work shirts and baseball jerseys with radio attire. Yeah, work shirts, baseball jerseys, weird rubber shirts, weird pullovers with like zip them. off half sleeves. All kind. We've had the weirdest stuff. We've never had regular sh- regular just, shirts. Never could have just a regular shirt. But then again, that's why, like for the last decade, I've only worn radio station T-shirts when I have to wear something radio station on it. But luckily now we're at a point where we really have to wear stuff with logos on it. I'm glad <laughs> you said that, and that's something that I kind of I don't even say bite the bit the gun on or bullet on. <laughs> don't bite the gun. But um, I was like, I said to the boss, I was like, dude, I was like, and again, this isn't like bougie bull crap, but it's like, I mean, the minute we get there, people come up and talk to us. I said, I don't think they're going to 
say, hey, is that them? Well, there's not- pictures of us all over the place when we go out there in appearance like that. So if you can't see the pictures and then us to figure out it's the same people, we got issues. Oh, that's nine. He's wearing a shirt with an upside-down cross with blood splattered all over the place. Right? Yeah. And that's Matt Man because he's wearing that same logo hat everywhere. Go ahead and call it the inverted cross. Thank you. <laughs> uh, perverted. In our but, community. But that that was uh, that was a, a weird time. And I, and so now, you know, we just wear whatever it is stuff. But I, I did. So I enjoyed that about uh, Larry the Cable Guy kind of saying it wasn't a F you to John Boy and Billy, but it was more like, Standing up for the little dogs, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It's one. I mean, it's one of our. I guess it's one of our better stories too, because we get big time by them, and they knew we were a threat even then. That's how I look, how I like to look at it now. Well, that's giving them too much credit because we wasn't all that good then. But no, we weren't. But I like <laughs> look, look, look. I'm rewriting the revisionist history. They saw us as a threat even then. They knew what we were. Yeah. Well. And we are who they thought we were. They should have shared that with the then owning of the owners of the company. No, you won't do that. It's always a threat. <laughs> That's true. Um, but then talking about, um, you know, the the ebbs and flow of the show. Like, um, I mean, we, the, we the, you know, we can break this down as far as you want to go. You just tell me. But I mean, what do you want to hit? Like, we've hit that stuff. You know, we've got the we've told the story about Slipknot Humpteen times. Um. Oh, yeah, that was one of the very first stories. But see, you mentioned that, and it was Stone Sour. But you mentioned ah. that somebody, somebody's listening who hasn't heard that story. Now they're interested in that story because it's a funny story. By the time we were going to uh, legendary South Carolina Rock and Roll Club, Ground Zero. Ground Zero. Yeah, around here is Ground Zero, you know. <laughs> Ground Zero. And Stone Sour is playing. And Stone Sour just blew up huge because Bother was out, their first single. Mm-hmm. And he just blown the blown the hell up massively, and I mean it was one of those people hanging from the rafters, turning them away at the door, but packed well past capacity uh-huh. at the point of safety probably that night. There's people just crawling in through whatever damn duct and hole in the ground they can find. And uh, our promotions guy at the time, <laughs> uh, nice Yerkel, he uh, oh, nice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, that's when the radio station van had speakers that would play like boat speakers. Yeah, it was on like the outside. speakers you'd mount on a boat and you're mounted on yeah. the outside of this thing. So he turns in there on Hired Street into the old gravel lot and he flips on the outside speakers to be cool. But we're rolling up to Ground Zero and we're going to see Stone Sour featuring Corey Taylor from Slipknot and. He turns on the outside speakers, and everybody in the parking lot, Ground Zero, hears, Little girl, you're in the middle of the ride. And they start throwing rocks and bottles and shit at us. Jimmy Eat World, of course, was playing. (laughs) And they look at us, and yes, things started pelting the side of the van. Pelting us with stuff, man. We're in a gravel parking lot. They're just throwing rocks and beer bottles and whatever they got. I think a baby bounced off the windshield. If we had been playing like Bleak 182. Like this, pre, you know, like they may have said. Well, at least they would have been talking about jacket off or something. Well, no, it's take off your pants and jacket. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, man, um, that was. But then Coy Taylor again being like, still to this day, I don't, I don't know. I want to think that it was them having fun at our expense, but it gave us a fun story. He's like, and I think they did like a meet and greet with like listeners with us, and then they were like, "Hey, you guys want to go on the tour bus?" For a drink, 
Oh, this will lead to the Hellstorm story too. Do you? <laughs> hey guys, oh, geez, the Hellstorm story is great. <laughs> hey the Hellstorm story is going to be in part two of this. Okay, good. So, um, they say, "Hey, do you guys want to go on the tour bus and have a drink and have a drink?" And like, hell yeah, man! I'll drink with Corey Taylor and J- Jim Root and all these guys. And uh, we get on there, and they bust open Diet Cokes. Yeah, yeah. He said he had to save the regular Coke for his Jack after the show. Yeah, I guess but- using his lube or something. But we were way worse in shape than we are now. And oh, we are yet. Us, if you've seen us lately, you'd be going, God bless, how? We're <laughs> still alive. And so, I like, were we getting ribbed or pranked or whatever you want to call it? Are we getting jackassed by Stone Sour? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was like that. Let's give them Diet Cokes. Like, I'm plenty paranoid, and I didn't get that impression. Well, even if it was, I enjoy I enjoy that. Because if we just went on there and, oh, yeah, dude, we did shots of Jack. That's basic. Yeah. We did shots of Diet Coke. Yeah, we did. Diet we did just Coke. short. You want to sound cooler? We did Coke with Stone Sour. We, we did. did. We did Diet We did Diet Coke with Stone Sour. With Corey Taylor, yeah. Yeah. And Root was on there, too. Yeah. He was a tall son of a bitch. Yeah, he was. Um, Yeah. So I, I guess on, on the the, uh, the you know doing Diet Coke with Corey Taylor, we'll uh, we'll we'll wrap up part one, and we'll come back with part two. Part two of uh, who knows how many. Yeah, I want. I really want to start part two with that story about uh, Hellstorm too, because that's a great story. That 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 one just popped in. Mentioning tour bus made that one pop in. So yeah, um, here uh, I just stand by. We don't know uh, how soon part two will drop, but we're going to try to do at least two a week of these for you guys. Yeah, yeah. hopefully you listen to this right now and it'll either be available immediately, depending on when you listen to it, or you can wait till tomorrow if you listen to it the day it comes out. Yeah, and uh, please like it and share it and comment and all that stuff. Uh, and we appreciate you. For After Hours with the Rise guys, I'm Matt Man. Hey, I'm Nine Guys. I'm just and one this- guy, but I'm Nine Guys. You should have a burger place. And this has been After Hours with the Rise Guys. No, we're just going to keep recording and go right into part two. We're not going to say preview. Yeah, we don't do all that shit. No. Because it'll show up in the Yeah. So we'll just go ahead and and kick off part two and do that real quick. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe on Radio.com and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.